0: Hi, welcome to Built for the Stage Podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website builtforthestage.com or click the link in the description of this episode and you can work for seven days with your own Broadway fitness coach on an online app. So check it out. No catch, no gimmicks. Builtforthestage.com. If you like Built for the Stage Podcast, please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment It'd be greatly appreciated. All right. Please enjoy this conversation. I'm going to play this.
1: Started from the bottom, now we Started from the bottom, now my whole-
0: You might not be able to hear that um, if you're listening, but that's okay. I want to ask our guest today. His name's Ian Padgett. Welcome to the podcast, Ian. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited. What What does that song make you think about
1: when you hear those lyrics? Uh, I think about. <clears throat> I mean, specifically, just because I'm talking to you, I think about like coming back from a pretty uh, intense uh, injury and um, like just not even imagining what "quote unquote." starting from the bottom to the top. Like, I wouldn't have imagined what the top was. And um, I'm kind of, like, living that, like, health-wise right now. Mm-hmm. So that's what it makes me think about. Think, like, you know, just the best rehab ever and living life, like, at a really nice full level yeah. these days.
0: Yeah, I was playing Started from the Bottom by Drake, if you uh, didn't hear it, uh, just kind of hey. messing around a bit. What I think about, I think about a lot of things um, related to to you and me um, and Built for the Stage. One of them is that we're sitting in this uh, beautiful studio uh, near Broadway on 53rd, and we did the first interview, official interview for Built for the Stage podcast, in some outdoor seating by a loud train. Oh yeah! Crazy homeless people yelling. Yeah. Behind, like a nice view of the Empire State Building. I had um, lapel mic splitters plugged into my cell phone had started no idea bottom now yeah, yeah, had a, no idea what I was doing, um but I had a bunch of people that had stories that I knew I wanted to like get sure. it, get out there because I love podcasts and I was like, these people need to have their own episodes and uh started that with you the first time. Remember we tried that like coffee shop first and it was too loud in there yes. because of the yeah, yeah, I do. and uh, here we are. Uh, Part of the Broadway Podcast Network, so that's cool. This is called Full Production. This is called Full Production. We have swag now. There's a Flow
1: shirt. You like Flow, huh? I love Flow. Guys, if you guys are listening, Flow is this new added, um, just like workout. Yeah, yeah. an add-on routine that's a part of Built for the Stage and Joe always consults me about like, this is what I'm thinking of doing. I blow all this up. It's literally the best thing ever. I do it after every one of my Built for the Stage workouts. It's such a great cool down and like mobility builder. Like it's actually really helped. I've had had some neck stuff going on for Mm -hmm. quite a while now. Just very soothing and helps get your heart rate down. And it's like they say, actually, after you do a hard workout, if you've got some pumping music going on, to do a very relaxing sort of vibe and flow mm-hmm. is helpful for uh, your hormone, hormone levels at the end of a workout. So, yeah. whatever. But
0: all right, sweet. <laughs> uh, thank you for uh, loving Flow. Love yeah, that course. shirt on you. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that comes with your free trial, by the way. So, if you want to check out Flow, um, once again. Go to the link in the bio on Instagram, or go to buildforthestage.com. You try flow out. Uh, but yeah, started from the bottom. I can also remember uh, training you in your apartment. Oh yeah, I can remember. I can remember carrying. Uh, I think it was 126 pounds <gasps> worth of kettlebells yes. in a um, carry-on suitcase yes. luggage bag. Oh my god, I forgot you did through that. New York City. For this was back in 2000. 14 14. with you and then I had done it as well when I was first moved here in uh, 2011 and 12 Um, Yeah, and I I think I can think about this class I taught at a gig I was doing in 2007 called I called it the ring of fire Mm -hmm. and I got my cast and put them through this huge circuit in 2007 What was the show you were doing? Um, The show we were doing at the time was dames at sea. Oh Goody, yeah, um, yeah, a, a classic yes. one that some people don't know about, but there's some good audition material you can find, especially for the girls. You can yeah. find a a really good song. I
1: think it was like Birdnet Peters, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. um mm, Mr. Uh, something about that sailor man of. Mm, anyways, awesome mm. ballad dames at sea so if you're a girl out there looking for a 16 or a 32 um <laughs> hit up dames at- actually the guy saying bar uh, cut 16 or 32 bar cut not man um the guy sings a good one too uh can't remember the anyways can't mm-hmm. remember anything so that was useless for you but go to dames at sea and check out the album or something and you'll be like oh yeah these songs are fierce mm-hmm. let's do that so you're doing something fierce mm-hmm. right now you're in the middle. You not middle. You just started rehearsals. We just started on Monday, yeah, this for new, um, this new thing called Bliss.
1: Bliss, yeah. Tell us, <clears throat> we're starting this new show. I've been a part of it now. I think like uh for five years. I did a reading of it, like you know, in the first installment five years ago. That was a whole different creative team. Um Our writers, Emma Lively and Tyler Beatty, are amazing. Uh Tyler went to Northwestern, and he's just like the most talented score writer and lyricist. And Emma's book is just so funny and very, very uh, for all ages, if you will. Um, anyway, so I've always had like a really, really big love for the show because some time went by, we didn't see it for a while and just like shows do, that's just kind of the process. And then two years ago, um, or yeah, like about a year and a half ago, all of a sudden there was an audition for this show Bliss again. And I was like, oh, I guess that's, is, that, is this it? Cause it was a whole new team, but it was the same writer. So like, you just never know. Um, and now we did a, so we did a workshop last fall we did a little reading mid-year, like a couple months after that, and now we've just started because we're going to take it to Fifth Avenue Theater in Seattle, um, and they do a lot of co-productions now. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire is there currently, and uh, like Aladdin started there, a bunch of stuff. I think Next to Normal's from there. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. We have a fearless, fearless leader named Cheryl Caller. This is her first musical on Broadway. Um, and she, she just usually directs plays. And I just love her to death. I just, ugh. She's just one of those directors. You're like, oh, I just trust you implicitly. And I will do whatever you ask because it's just fun. And um, she just has a lot of joy in the way she creates. So I love that. And then Josh Prince is our choreographer. Um, and I love Josh. Uh, he's another amazing, really astute, uh, like just, um, caring and like very loving energy in the room and also like no BS, you know what I mean? Like let's do the work and it's always fun. And it's, I don't know, it's just like a really nice dream team. And the cast is awesome. We have some newbies, um, cause a bunch of people who did our workshop, couldn't be with us um just because of like life they're in some new contracts and doing other great things so yeah uh we'll leave january 22nd and we do a full out of town a week of pre- uh, sorry a week of tech and three weeks of previews with a seattle audience
0: what is briefly what is bliss about what is
1: bliss it? is about um i'll try not to make this too long but it's essentially about the story of five uh princesses who are sisters is it five or four i can't remember um But uh, they're locked up in a tower by their overprotective father, who loves him like very, very much, but he's um, just fearful that the world will change them and, you know, end up just harming them in some sort of way. So his overprotection ends up being, you know, what allows them to have like a very fruitful um, life. And they're very, very smart. They know how to do things. Um, So we've got like one of them who's sort of like a tomboy who loves to like battle dragons. And so the idea is like, it's a twist on a princess story and not your typical princess. It's kind of raising the questions of what really is a princess. We've had years and years of um Disney, which of course we all love who have just kind of told us like, this princesses are pink. They've got long blonde hair or whatever the thing is. Um, And this story is kind of rewriting that for, Everyone, it's not even just like 2019. Um, what time
0: period is it set in?
1: Well, that's the other thing. Uh, usually princess stories and fairy tales are so Victorian Renaissance, you know, uh, vibed, and that is mixed in there for sure. That would, I would say, like, that's the um, the foundation of our fairy tale because it is fairy tale, but our designer Paloma is playing with uh, a sort of just very modern, um. Aesthetic. So like at one point there's of course a Victorian sort of uh Renaissance vibe on the jesters who I play. Um, because you can't really like modern that minor modernize that too too much, but she's done that and it's that's gonna be really cool. But then like some of our girls and princesses are kind of modeled after like a 60s mod vibe, which is very cool, just like with their hair and just like sort of like Chanel short um uh, knit sweaters, if anyone knows like what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, it's kind of set in a land that's just beautifully designed, um, f- like all around like a bunch of different uh, aesthetics, if that mm. makes any sense. But just to sum it up, like these five princesses uh, end up leaving their tower by you know a twist of fate, and they end up experiencing the world, and they want to go to their first royal ball, and uh, they've never fell in love before and so all of a sudden there's a prince and just like how a prince changes their outlook on themselves and whether or not they want to introduce themselves as who they truly are or do they want to go and kind of uh become what the rest of the world would normally make a princess be and it's just about those choices um and it's really it's a really really great show for all ages i kind of describe it like a hocus pocus where hocus pocus like even the 35 to 40 year old parent who grew up with it will still love it because it's just like, yeah, it's funny. It's got the slapstick, but then the kids love it because it just tugs on a heartstring that you're 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 just always going to yearn for the thing the kids are going for because there's always a kid inside of us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just really eager for audiences to to hear it. The score is my favorite thing I've probably ever sung. Okay. So I'm excited. And I'm not even one of the princesses. So
0: it's a princess story where the camera is turned at a slightly different angle yeah. and it makes you kind of think about things just a little bit outside of the box yeah, from what yeah. we typically see. Exactly. Got it. And you'll be made are you gonna be crossing over with Doubtfire? Will they be still um, performing no, when I, you get in there?
1: I'm pretty sure they they just opened like a couple a week ago or two weeks ago and they end soon and then they come, they, they come back and we're not there at the same time because mm-hmm. I think like that's just how that works. It would have been nice though, like a sort of at the Muni vibe, like rehearse your show and like go see the one that's before you, but that's not how it is at 5th Ave. Yeah.
0: Um, so kind of going into a different direction, tell us a little bit about um, how you have been approaching uh, branding yourself, rebranding yourself, creating yourself, recreating yourself. I know that's been a big part of life um, Mm -hmm. as of late, and I think that listeners out there could really just benefit from hearing your approach on how a performer progresses in their career.
1: Um, I'm actually in a place right now, I think like... I mean, when it, with I'm just thinking like Instagram, it's like kind of shifted and totally changed the way we quote unquote brand ourselves. Um, but like I'd say four or five years ago, especially was when I was at my peak with you, just like hitting it hard. We were training privately together before Built for the Stage was what it is now. And it was really just me and like three other clients. and. It's just amazing what, it, what you've done, first off. But, like, I think about that time and what happened to my body and what happened to my health and just overall, like, wellness. And I just felt so good and I wanted to share that. And it might have been slightly thoughtier than I am right now, but um, I think that's just natural. And I, at the time, I wasn't judging, judging of myself. I certainly wasn't judging of other people, but, like, um, it was also well-curated, you know? Um, but then I think what happened, like... You know, you just like, you find your, you kind of like find your flow and you realize like, oh, I, one, I don't need as much validation from other people because I can get that from myself or I get that from my support group of friends or my family. And like, I've had a a little bit of a, a, of a new way of handling social media because I'm trying not to be as thotty as i once was and just like the body thing is like more for me rather than for other people of course we're in an entertainment business so like selling all of yourself is part of just the 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 wheel i know Um,
0: also for you if i can interject there was a part of it was about making sure it wasn't pigeonholing you into not being seen for other opportunities yeah 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 where it wasn't just ian the dancer body but it was Ian a uh, serious actor or right. Ian Thank you actually
1: yeah. uh yeah I went through a, an overhaul because I I forget who I sat down with another dear friend who like we were just very on the same page and we're there for each other and he's part of my support group and he had mentioned he's like if you went through your Instagram and you looked at what it looked like what what would what are you selling if if essentially those photos are there to sell like Ian, what is it? And like, I went through and I was like, oh, wow, I'm objectifying myself. Like it's, I can't say like I'm getting validation and it's everyone else. It's, it's because I'm putting it out there. Um, and then once I, like, I kind of saw that that's what I was doing. I went through my entire gram and I deleted a bunch of stuff, not because I wasn't proud of it or not because I didn't think I looked good, but I just realized business wise, it was pigeonholing me. It was just kind of like, oh, he's just a guy who thinks he's hot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I think I'm hot, but like, whatever. You're just like, oh, that's a guy who just like takes his clothes out <laughs> and stuff. And it was just like limiting who I am because I'm way more than that. Um, and so once I started doing that and I kind of refocused, I'd say the last two years of a lot of my daily practice, when obviously wellness, but like I'm in an acting class I absolutely love. I am so ready to tackle and you know like be a principal on broadway do a play work on some queer theater be on a tv show and like i just feel very ready f- to be doing that because that's the energy um and those are the habits i've been forming if so
0: you, you put the time in you you got together a real. oh yeah, reel, oh, yeah you, that's right <laughs> you, you started to acquire new material that yeah. that you would do you, right you put an actionable plan together correct and fulfilled it
1: yeah and so i I think, sorry, I think a lot of that was like discipline and then surrendering, like going like, okay, I'm I'm doing all this work. I'm in the class I love. I'm getting ready for the ready for the ready. And in the middle of that, I actually just posted this beautiful meme. It's two circles put together and one circle is discipline. The other is surrender. And in the middle of that is flow. It's just like when that sweet spot, which is what you always want to find, or you could call it your vortex, or just like that point where you're just feeling like you know, John Travolta and Saturday Night Fever walk into the studio. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that, that swaggy moment where you're just like, "This is who I am," and you're in your power. Anyway, it's, so yeah,
0: where the conscious meets the unconscious, yeah, and yeah. everything perfect that's capable of happening happens.
1: Yeah, like, it just everything flows for you. Everything is just, you're excited, you're frisky, all of that, right? And then. That just took that just took some like rehardwiring on my part to be like, oh, I'm putting focus on one specific great thing because that's that's what I was doing. I was seeing results in that specific spot, um, and I just was like, oh, if I put that amount of power and energy and focus into that, why don't I just broaden who I can also be? Um, who you know, and that's like. What, and I had to ask myself, like, what are things I love? What are things I want to see come into fruition that I'm ready for? And it's like, I wasn't doing those things. I wasn't in an acting class. I wasn't, like, walking the walk that I was thinking and trying to talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it just kind of, it all fell into place. And now I'm in a place where I think, like, there's a good amount of my circle being very, very disciplined. Um, and then, like, finding surrender in there for flow to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: so we've been talking about the aesthetic for a little bit, but what is built for the stage besides the aesthetic to you? We talked about overcoming a back injury. We talked about, <clears throat> is it, is it that, is it being durable? Is it being able? Like, I feel like
1: built for the stage is this, you know, we have like the little like devil angel and then like the other angel on the side, like built for the stage is my, is my, is like, if I had a third shoulder, it'd be my other <laughs> little angel. That's like it it keeps me accountable for all things like something about for specifically fitness and obviously built for the stage. Cause that's like all I use. Um, I never, I'm never mad. I do my built for the stage stuff. So like the way it's incorporated into my day. Yes, I'm lazy. Sometimes some days I just want to be on the couch and watch Disney plus, you know what I mean? Or Apple TV. Um, but I feel like it's always a thing that helps me get a good sweat out, just kind of like w- gets my body going, and the, then the mental side. Yeah, the mental yeah, side of, mental side of yeah. it, and I just always think like this is really specific, but I just think about you seeing my responses on the app, and I just like the teacher's pet in me who will always be there because I'm definitely a teacher's pet. Just I want to, sh- I want to like share and show you that like I'm doing this work, and I don't feel bad when I don't do it, but when I do. I just always think about honestly making you very proud, because mm-hmm. that helps. That 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 helps my push. Yeah, I don't know if that answered your question. Oh no,
0: yeah, uh, totally. Yeah, we were we were talking about the aesthetic a lot, and what you just said was that it it really. F- does a lot for your just day in general. Yeah, yeah. The sweat, the mental um, strengthening. Yeah. Um, oh, feeling like you're being accomplished by getting something done that's bettering you. Yeah,
1: and I will say what I love is the like when I write in my results. I'm, it's kind of like it's there's this journaling that's part of it that you don't think about because you just go oh this is easy I just put in the numbers and I did it for this sets and I'll always adjust or do something different if I feel like I want to or whatever and then when I go back and you know I can't remember what I did and I see the history of what my workouts were there's something really nice about being like oh like I dipped there or I got better on that or that was easier and that was six months ago when I did the first you know th- that kind of just seeing your your process and progress is really helpful because um I'm a big I'm a big like like writer, like journaler in the sense that um when I remember to do it, there's something really nice about getting your thoughts out and getting them all out. And then when you read them later, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe like that's what I went through to get to where I am right now.
0: Yeah, the I just put out this holiday episode you were in the room when I was recording it, but a big part of it was realizing what not only what you want to do or need to do but what you've done Mm -hmm. and where you've come from and that whole like view history thing on the app is uh very important because even me with business it's like what's next what can i do next what can i do next oh i'm not here i'm not there i'm short uh, on this and that and then instead of saying uh looking forward to six months if you stop and rewind six months and you're like "Oh, oh my god yes
1: oh I'm going to put this person on blast right now. My uh, boyfriend who's in school right now, he he like hates tap class, hates it so much. And I like, I share the, the about it with him. But uh, what I always try to tell him, like whenever he's about to either have like a final on it or like learn a new thing. And he's like, I just couldn't get that like double pullback, whatever. I'm always like, babe, do you know something new that you didn't know? Like when you first started the semester and he's always like. Yeah. And like that moment, that moment of uh-huh, like it's so hard for us to give ourselves a pat on the back. It we do cuz it's it's normal. We want to strive. It's like where we are is quote unquote never good enough. Like that's that's not everybody, but that is a definite I would say that's a disease for sure mm, yeah. that we're just never satisfied with where we are. And so we're just never satisfied so you want more, but if you just took the time and just gave yourself some appreciation and patted yourself on the back with some grateful thoughts of I'm doing something today I didn't do a month ago, maybe a day ago, a thought I would have never thought 24 hours ago, you know, all the things. Um, And I think like, that's really, really helpful. And that's why journaling I think helps me because I either get out the thoughts that are, you know, just whatever I'm feeling in that moment, but also, um, I'll do like lit I'll do like a list of like things I'm really grateful for slash that I love so that it gets me into yeah like things are there. I have so much and so you attract more you, you attract the love of having so much that like anything you ever want is just on its will come to you for sure. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's <clears throat> it's all perspective and how you address it and how you choose to look at it. Yeah. Just talking to a client, uh no, actually she's she's a fan member. A um, bill for the stage. Um, I don't want to reveal her identity here, but she was basically in final callbacks for something quite big um, on Broadway and didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're going to be disappointed. It sucks. Take your time to like feel the feels. Um, but a way I w- when I was talking to her, I was like, "Hey, like, can you imagine where you were five years ago? And to think that you were one of five girls or however many girls considered to booking the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's thousands of girls that probably wish that they were one of those five people and once again not to dismiss the fact that it sucks you know acknowledge that but it's all about yeah it's all about the perspective of like you know what i need to keep doing what i'm doing Mm -hmm. i'll be one of those five girls again and again and again and eventually if i keep swinging i'm gonna hit you know and she has hit in the past if i can continue on with that metaphor but it's just about staying the course yeah
1: yeah. Yeah, it's really easy to um, get obsessed with what is right in front of you, um, and so if it's like not if you're in the if you're in an is that you don't really like like anymore, or that you do but you just want to keep moving, you're like, well, I'm not seeing that thing I really want yet. It's not here yet. Why, why isn't it here yet? Like that thought. Pro- that's sort of like it's not even a desperation, but this this this. Um. This like uh discourse with your like present moment, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like becoming at peace with the present moment yeah. is is like a gift to yourself, truly. You, you know? can
0: relate that in the gym with like your your numbers as far as your strength numbers. Oh, I'm only at this weight in this particular lift. Mm-hmm. But once again viewing the history, oh, I was forty pounds yeah. less just six months ago. Yeah. Or before and after pictures, or if it's not aesthetic. Then it's once again it's performance based or oh I had this back injury, mm-hmm. I can only lift a hundred pounds whatever. But hey, uh, hello you had remember when you had back injury you couldn't even bend over. Yeah. Like it's yeah li- life the theater career the fitness world it's all about yes where you want to go and being being at peace with where you are yeah. and remembering where you, you came, came from. from. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely,
0: Ian. That'll do it. Okay, that'll do it, right? Cool. Yeah. I mean, that was that was like a yeah, yeah. That Take was... that one, viewers, listeners, and chew on that one for sure. Um, I know that I can,
1: um, as well. So I really, I'm really liking like looking at you and like talking through this mic. I feel very professional. <laughs> I'd like to do it like m- like more professionally. Like, can I like be an interviewer one day? Sure. Um, we'll we'll talk. There might yeah. be an opportunity for stay you. Stay tuned, guys. Maybe I'll do an
0: stay. Th- ASMR stay tuned no
1: asmrs
0: (laughs) maybe one day it'll be hey welcome to built for the stage podcast this is ian padgett host of built for the stage wow doesn't that have such a nice ring to it It, it's a possibility it is a possibility i'll audition you we'll see what how you today (laughs) today was pretty good
1: i'm actually i'm a very i engage very well i
0: I know you do i care a lot about someone's story If anyone out there thinks they can do better, though, (laughs) go to the website, builtforthestage.com, fill out the free trial, uh, try the free trial, and also mention the podcast and mention that you would like to audition to possibly be the future host or hostess of Built for the Stage podcast. All right, that'll do it. It's me, Roscoe, here with Built for the Stage. Just plug the free trial, but... Once again, if you want to try it out, it's uh, a fitness program. There's nutrition involved. The flow program that we've mentioned is included. Um, Yeah, get to it. Don't miss out. Ian Padgett in the house. Thanks so much again for Ian uh, being on the show. Thank you for Uh, having me. Check out Bliss. Uh, Make sure that you post all about it so that after Seattle, it comes over here to the bright lights of Broadway. And we can once again see Ian on the Broadway you can follow Ian on Instagram at Ian Padgett P-A-G-E-T and then there's an underscore at the end mm-hmm. so Ian Paget underscore um yeah I've had such a good time love Ian I call him my Frankenstein he, he was like the original uh built for the stage creation even though we were doing things like I said like ring of fire or I can remember tra- training an actor in a softball field back in 2007 i think uh-huh. so this has been a long time coming um and i just revealed my age but whatever um, i was actually gonna say we're st- we still look quite s- <laughs> sprightly i hope so all right if you're still listening uh all this time uh love you mean it here's a promo code for you uh s- go to your free trial and say i still listen to the very end of ian padgett's episode and i'll give you free swag um there you go wow fierce Okay. God, I hope that thousands aren't listening to this right now. No, I hope God, they do. I, hope I get it. God, I hope I get it. Gaga. I hope I get it. Caca. All right, we love each other too okay. much. We gotta get off here. Bye, guys. Bye. It's me, Roscoe, signing off. <laughs> Don't forget about Broadway Podcast Network. Go to the website, broadwaypodcastnetwork.com. Go to the Instagram, Broadway Podcast Network. There's uh, tons of good content on our network. Like Josh Swallow's Broadway, or Ensemblist, or Equity One, or The Heater Podcast. There's like 90 of them. Just go see which one you like the best after you've listened to mine. And uh, yeah, you you guys have yourself a good day. It's me, Roscoe, signing off.